and losing him has been horrific. And with that has come so much beauty and love and connection, which seems so weird that it would come through such tragedy. But from that, I hope to inspire other people. And Matt and I just wish in our prayers that people learn from our experience and that they learn to be present and take risks in their lives and love and just live. I'm Lee Silverstein, and this is the Colon Cancer Podcast. Welcome to episode 90 of the Colon Cancer Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Great to be with you. Really busy week for me last week. So much going on. I had my uh, next scan and follow-up at the Moffitt Cancer Center and met with my oncologist, Dr. Jonathan Strasberg, and things are stable. So we will always be happy with stable. Certainly uh, NED is what we're hoping to achieve someday, but uh, I'll I'll take stable. Uh, Still dealing with uh, one uh, small lung metastasis in the left lung and another one in the right lung, but they're just kind of hanging out there, not bothering me, that's for sure. It's not keeping me from doing what I do or impacting my life in any way. And we'll just continue to to keep an eye on that and to watch it. Uh, it was, as many of you know, you know, those weeks can be rather stressful dealing with that ski anxiety. And uh, I'm not... Uh, immune to that either. But at the same time, this past Wednesday was my seven-year cancer anniversary. It was seven years ago on March 21st, 2011, that Linda and I got the call that I had stage two colon cancer at the time. And later on, that would evolve to stage four. And uh, fast forward seven years later, here I am, doing really well, stable, and uh, couldn't be happier with, with that news. I often see people posting in the various Facebook groups talking about their struggle to stay hydrated. And if that applies to you, you should check out H2ORS. H2ORS is an oral rehydration solution. It's a medically accepted alternative to IV hydration. So for those of you who are struggling with this issue of staying hydrated, either due to an ostomy or perhaps chemotherapy, H2ORS is something for you to consider. It'll really help replenish your fluids and electrolyte levels. As a matter of fact, it has three times the electrolytes of most of the popular sports drinks without the excess sugar, artificial flavors, or artificial colors. My buddy Chris Shaw over at H2ORS is offering listeners of the Colon Cancer Podcast an opportunity to try a free sample of H2ORS. All you need to do is just go to their site, h2ors.com forward slash sample, and they'll ship a free sample out to you, no strings attached. And when you're ready to make your first purchase at h2ors.com, if you use the coupon code CCPOD, they'll give you 10% off your first order. Let's talk about upcoming events. 
with our friends at the Colon Cancer Coalition, starting with Get Your Rear and Gear events. So these events take place across the country, different cities uh, all over, but it's just not possible to get to every city. So don't worry, you can still participate. Between now and April 15th, you can participate in your own virtual Get Your Rear and Gear event. Run where you want, walk where you want, walk on the beach, run in a park, run on your treadmill if it's the weather doesn't let you outside, whatever you want to do. You can register for the, your virtual Get Your Rear and Gear event on the Colon Cancer Coalition website at the colon, at coloncancercoalition.org forward slash events, and you'll find all the information there to register and do your own Get Your Rear and Gear event. There is one coming up in April that I want to share with you, and that is on April the 21st in Baton, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So for our folks in and around Baton Rouge, uh, again, go on the Colon Cancer Coalition website for more information about that Get Your Rear and Gear event. And then the one I'm excited about is going to be not far from my home uh, over in Orlando, Florida on Sunday, May 20th. Any of my friends in Central Florida, I hope you'll join me for the Get Your Rear and Gear event taking place in Orlando. Uh, I'll be giving more details as we get a little closer to that event. This will be my first Get Your Rear and Gear event. Really excited about attending that one coming up in May. Going back to April, though, for our golfers, there are two golfing events taking place on the same day, and that is on April 28th. For our friends in North Carolina, there is the Mitch Turner Drive Away Cancer Classic taking place in Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. And for our friends in Austin, Texas, hey, Diane Sloan, do you and your husband play golf? Maybe you can come out for the Caboose Cup, the third annual Hacker Scramble taking place in Austin, Texas. Information for all of these events can be found on the Colon Cancer Coalition website at coloncancercoalition.org forward slash events. One of the challenges that many of us experience is all the time that we spend in the bathroom. And you know, all of that wiping, not only does it not leave you feeling clean, it often leaves you feeling irritated. I discovered a product called Fresh Assist, which is a simple spray that's available in either chamomile or lavender. And two or three spritzes on your regular toilet paper leaves you, as they like to say, feeling clean in between. I have fallen in love with this product. Uh, if I leave it at home, if I'm traveling, I'll kick myself for not taking it with me. I know some of you may say that you use wet wipes, but those wet wipes, not only can they be irritating, but they often can lead to plumbing problems because they do clog up those pipes. I know they say they're flushable, but my grandson's toys I've learned are also flushable. Doesn't mean they're safe for your plumbing system. So I'm a big fan of Fresh Assist. You can check them out and order a bottle of chamomile or lavender. Chamomile is my go-to. Visit thecoloncancerpodcast.com forward slash fresh for more information. 
The highlight of last week for me was attending my very first Fight CRC call on Congress. What an incredible event. What incredible people. Thank you so much to Angie Davis, Michael Sola, Julian Edwards, and the rest of the Fight CRC leadership team for inviting me to be a part of this really special event. I got to meet and connect with so many great people, spend a day on the Hill, met with three congressmen, uh, Congress representatives, legislative assistants, if you will, for three of the Florida congressmen, as well as both Florida senators, uh, talking to them about uh, supporting increased funding for the National Institute of Health, Department of Defense, and trying to get more co-sponsors for the Removing Barriers to Colorectal Cancer Screening Bill that's been floating out there for a while. It's just a terrific event. And the highlight for me was getting to meet uh, a number of people that I've only had the chance to know virtually online. I got a chance to have several great conversations with Deborah Alcina. Deborah runs Bowel Cancer UK and came over from, uh, from England to participate in the Call on Congress event. It was wonderful to meet and spend some time with Deborah. Got to talk to Robin Dubin. She and her husband Dave run AliveAndKickin.org, focusing on helping people with Lynch syndrome. And the highlight of all highlights was getting to meet in person and spend time with some of the former guests of the Colon Cancer Podcast and some who are other uh, friends that uh, are in the On The Rise magazine that the Colon Club puts out every year. So I just wanted to give a shout out. So great to meet and get to know Jessica Diltz-Cash. Great to have a conversation with Paul Shadle. Paul was a guest on our show just two episodes ago at the, uh, episode 88. So you can check out my interview with Paul Shadle at thecoloncancerpodcast.com forward slash 088. And an extra special shout out to my new and dear friend, Christina Smith. It was just great to get to know Christina. And we talked a lot about healing. Uh, If you haven't heard Christina's story, she was a guest on the show back in episode 54. You can listen to that episode at thecoloncancerpodcast.com forward slash 054, where she talked about how her husband, Joe, was diagnosed shortly before her son Porter was born and the incredibly challenging uh, situation and then the ultimate passing of Joe. So we talked a lot about healing and life. Eventually our conversation evolved to this week's guest. And then that's Nikki Moore. Because like Christina, Nikki's husband, Matt, was diagnosed just a couple of months before their son, Colin, was born. And unfortunately, like Joe, Matt also succumbed to colon cancer. Out of this came their organization, Live More. Hashtag Live More. You can learn more about Nikki and Matt's story at Live More. That's L-I-V-E-M-O-O-R-E. CO.com, livemoreco.com. And Nikki and I talked a lot about, about healing, about life, 
uh, about Matt and what it's like for her now to be raising their two-year-old as a single mom. Uh, I really think Nikki is a is a real inspiration. Uh, obviously, that bond between her and Christine is a bond that no two people ever want to have. But it was just a really wonderful opportunity to hear about Nikki and Matt's story. Join me now for my conversation with Nikki Moore. Nikki, thank you so much for joining me on the Colon Cancer Podcast. How are you this evening? I'm good. How are you? Good. Well, I guess for me it's evening because we're on the East Coast and you're on the West Coast. So you're what's what's Arizona time? Is it four thirty or five thirty? It's five thirty-five. Five thirty. Okay, so you're two hours behind. Okay, I always try to keep up with where people are, and yeah, sometimes I get confused. <laughs> but uh, Sarah DeBoard of the Colon Cancer Coalition shared your story, uh, you and Matt's story, with me from Faces of Blue, uh-huh. and. Tell me about, first and foremost, tell me about Live More. So Live More kind of happened organically and started as this kind of passion project that Matt started during the mix of chemos. Um, So he would do um, a chemo treatment on a Friday And he would spend the weekend and sometimes the beginning part of the next week just kind of in bed and not feeling great. And uh, my husband is super active and always mind going. And I think he got really bored with books and movies and all of that. And he, um, I don't know how, but he stumbled into this place of um, creating shirts and designs and logos and um, wanting to be comfortable. Um, And then it turned into these conversations where um, we would talk about what we were learning from cancer and um, what what we wished that we could tell the world from our experience without someone having to go through cancer, I guess, and share our wisdom. And so kind of they, they collaborated and jointly meshed in together into this place of um, design and art and passion and love and connection really. And so from that um, came this message of um, really just living your life Um, We were watching a lot of our friends and family kind of just getting sucked into the societal norm of um, being busy all the time and trying to keep up with the Jones and, um, and, and not really being happy. And, um, and one of the things we were learning was everything we had been worrying about or maybe striving for didn't matter. Um, We were facing death kind of in the face and we, we just wanted to live and, and live deeply and passionately and connected. Um, And that's kind of where live more started. So if someone was walking down the street and saw you in one of your 
shirts. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, I will put a link uh, on our colon cancer podcast, the colon cancer podcast.com website to the site that I'm referring to. Great. If someone were, were to walk up and see you wearing a shirt and were to say, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. How would you respond? Um, I would it'd say it's about taking time to live for your moment and live just more. Um, the it's live more off off of our last name, um, Matt Moore, um, and but it was it's really just about living your life and being kind to others, um, and being present. So that's kind of what I would say is it's it's about inspiring others to to live, um, and yeah. So that's kind of does that make sense? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Has has the message and and all that's behind live more evolved since Matt passed away last year? No, I think it's just deepened. Um, you know, Matt really, really, really wanted to live, and he wanted to stay here on Earth and be with our family, and um, and you know, he passed away and transitioned into the spirit world and, and kind of us still here on earth, being here in our bodies and, um, just really wanting to live our lives that we still have. Um, I think the biggest thing we learned is anything could happen in an instant, in a day, in a week. And, you really don't know what your future holds. So um, just really living and give and being kind. I mean, people were so kind and generous to us. So um, Matt created this Live More Challenge. And so what that is is um, doing an act of kindness um, for other people. And, um, you know, you can either nominate someone else or you can do it and post a picture on your social media and use the hashtag Live More Challenge. Um, to share and spread. Um, but that has been a really big deepening as well as, you know, how do, how do we spread the kindness and, and, and living in that way too. So, yeah, I, I think it, I don't think it's changed. I think it's just really deepened and actually wanted me to wanting, I think us uh, as a family and close friends to live out Matt's message even more. How does this influence how you're raising your baby? Oh, tremendously. Um, you know, I, I think one of the big things that, you know, as a, as a therapist, um, I've trained as a therapist and saw children and families for several years and uh, before Matt had cancer and, um, and one of the things that cancer taught us was really disconnecting from, um, you know, screen time and all of some of those things and just really being present with each other and having connections. And so that was something that has been really important to us is really spending time and not just like being there and like moving through the motions, but having that quality connection and, and that's something that I really strive to have with Cullen, our son, 
is to really just be present with him. You know, I just keep hearing time and time again, like it goes by so fast, like enjoy these moments. And, you know, it's hard to be a single mom now. Um, but he's the light. He's always been the light in our family. And so, um, just taking time and, and being grateful for the time we have together. Um, and I think that's really shifted that. The other thing is I've really gotten him involved in the, the Live More Challenges. So um, this Thanksgiving, we went and collected uh, food for um, those that didn't have food. And he came along, he pushed the shopping cart, he grabbed turkeys. Um, and, you know, he's not even two yet. But, um, you know, one day I gave a homeless man a banana and he said, mama, food, banana, him. And, you know, just kind of, yeah, he's hungry. We give him food. Um, and just really starting to have him be a part of this being present, living for your moment and giving to others and being kind. How wonderful. Where does someone who they themselves provide guidance and counseling for people in need. Uh, what was your support system? Oh. What, what is your support system? Because you know, people who listen to the podcast, uh, I, I interview and we have listeners who are patients like myself, uh-huh. survivors, caregivers, medical professionals, as well as people who have had loved ones that have passed away. Mm-hmm. So where where do you get your, your support? We have had a tremendous support from, um, you know, when we were living in Portland, Oregon, when Matt first was diagnosed, um, we didn't have hardly any family. My family was in Arizona. Matt's family was in Boise, Idaho. Um, so we relied heavily on our friends and I just was blown away at how people showed up, um, for us, you know, meals, taking care of the baby so I could take Matt to chemo, um, helping with dishes and cleaning our house. And I mean, our friends were just an amazing support system. And on top of that, our family just really stepped up. They came as much as, I mean, I don't think Matt's parents or um, missed a chemo treatment. Um, My family flew in regularly. Um, And so I think we were really, really lucky in watching um, our support system step up so strongly. Um, And now... It's been um, it's been a village really to continue supporting um, us with family and friends. Um, you know, I go to therapy and have grief uh, networks now that I connect into. Um, talk to other widows of, of um, people who, uh, who have lost their husband to colon cancer. This was small boys as well. So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting what shows up when you need help. Um, it's just kind of like the universe opens up and says, Oh, here's Sarah. I think you should connect to her or here, here's, you know, here's Lee, you should talk to him or, you know, whatever. And so 
I think that's that's been a really beautiful unfolding of who's kind of shown up in my life after and and during all of this. Why is it important to you to share your story? Oh man. <laughs> I would never wish cancer um and colon cancer on my greatest enemy um and to watch a very healthy lively amazing man suffer so immensely um was the hardest thing i've ever done and and losing him has been horrific and with that has come so much beauty and love and connection which seems so weird that it would come through such tragedy but from that i hope to inspire other people and that and i just wish in our prayers that people learn from our experience and that they learn to be present and take risks in their lives and love and just live you know you're you wake up and you're breathing and wow that's that's an amazing day um and and so much kindness came into our lives that we want to keep that rolling and keep inspiring people to give and connect with other people so it's just really important because uh the week before Matt passed away he he rolled over <laughs> and looked at me and said please don't let live more die and it was very direct and it was very clear and i promised him i wouldn't um and he this message was so important to him and and it's um he won it's his legacy and i i really want to honor that and also just share with everyone what we've learned and and hopefully it it changes other people's lives and and yeah so that's why it's just so it's so important to our family to keep it going I had so admire that in something so tragic that you find the the will and the spirit to take that and try to use it to better other people's lives. Thank you. <laughs> you talked about Matt's legacy. Mm-hmm. As, as Colin gets older, what do you what do you want him to learn about his dad? What do you want him to know? I want him to know what a kind, giving, loving, compassionate man he was and continues to be in little moments where he shows up for us. Um, you know, Matt was the most thoughtful person I met, you know, ever. And he just was always considering other people and giving, wanting to give back and just wanting to connect. He was, he is the glue that brings everyone back together. Uh, he's the, the person that, um, you know, just, he just drew, people just loved him and, you know, he brought everyone together and he was, um, the life of the party in some senses, but he just, he just loved being around people and wanting to connect with people. Um, and so I, you know, really want to share that 
you know, how, how much Matt was loved, you know, and how much, um, he loved Matt or how much Matt loved Cullen. That was a huge piece to this too. You know, we, Matt started chemo the week before Cullen was born. Um, and he was, Matt was diagnosed when I was seven months pregnant. So, um, you know, Matt spent a year of Cullen's life with him and that was such a blessing to us. And, um, so, you know, Cullen remembers his dad and in his little own ways, but, um, I just, yeah, I think that's the other big thing is just how much Matt loved, how much Matt loves Cullen. If someone were listening to our conversation and they're a widow, widower, mm-hmm. and you know they've been through what you went through, but let's say they're they're earlier on in this phase. Mm-hmm. Any word? Any words of advice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know everybody's different, and everybody processes grief different. But just yeah. curious if you had any thoughts. I would say that you're not alone and losing your partner, your best friend, your spouse is the hardest thing ever. Um, But there are people out there who love you and support you um, and may not always say the right things. but they, you're loved and, and you are not alone in this. And there are support groups and therapists and, um, and other people going through this, as crazy as that sounds um, and as sad as that is, um, that you could reach out and connect with other people. Do you have a favorite book? Oh, man. <laughs> um. Yeah, one of my favorite books is The Alchemist. Um, Why? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it's my favorite book, and it's um, I told Matt to read it for years, for years, but he finally read it during chemo, when he was having chemo. But um, because it's this man's journey, and he starts off, and has no, he has a kind of a goal of where he wants to go and what's going to happen. But life just takes him in all these crazy journeys. And, you know, like just when he started, he had no idea what was going to, he could have never looked back and been like, well, that was going to happen for sure. Um, And kind of ironically enough, like I could have never predict colon cancer or he would have asked me five years ago where I would be now. It is not widowed with a two-year-old. So I think, um, and and it also just talks about your living your legend, and and you know, and I feel like for whatever reason that's lived more for me. It certainly sounds like it aligns with with your story and live more and all of that. Yeah. Where can people find you online? We are on at Live More, and that's M O O R E Co, C O dot com. 
And Matt, before Matt passed away, he did a whole video um, and he kind of it talks and shares our stories with pictures and his, um, his narrative. So you can also check out that there as well. I'll include that in the callingcancerpodcast.com forward slash 089 so our listeners can go and uh, find the links to your website, the hashtag live more, hashtag live more challenge, and we'll put, we'll put Matt's video on there too if that's okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for sharing something so incredibly personal and something quite honestly, that's also very inspiring. I, I really appreciate you doing this. And I, you know, as they say, if you can reach or touch just one person, it was all worth it. And, and I'm absolutely sure that you've done this and sharing your story with us. Well, thank you so much for having me and continuing to spread the word of live more. You be well. You too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Colon Cancer Podcast, and thank you to our sponsors and supporters, the Colon Cancer Coalition, H2ORS, and Fresh Assist for your support. The Colon Cancer Podcast is a proud supporter of Genie's Blue Angels, providing financial support to those affected by colorectal cancer.